Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. So I've been thinking about this so much lately, and then I saw a story on Good Morning America that made me really think about it even more. And that is, it's twofold. And I know I reference um, social media a lot just because I feel like it's, I'm always, I'm always thinking when will we fully understand the negative side of the phenomenon of social media. And yet there's all these positives, but the one thing that we have, because part of what we do, we have to have social media and we have to share what we're doing business-wise. And I've actually learned to love sharing personally, obviously, otherwise um, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. But aside from that, because we're around young people all the time this past weekend, you know, we had 20 models whose literally their phone was either in their hand or in their back pocket. And it just made me think so much about the reality that comparison is the thief of joy. I absolutely believe that that's the truth and have for a long time. And when you couple that with social media, um, it's really something to take a serious uh, look at. But what, in reference of what I want to talk about today is I just see so many people not fulfilling their dreams or going for what is important to them because of the fear of failure, which the fear of failure has always been around, but with social media and the need to constantly, I know there are business, other people in business that I see them doing a play by play of what's happening in their business life. And again, the whole don't show all of your cards, I think is a really wise thing. Plus there's just things that you're not supposed to weigh and measure. Um, We say that to our models every time they come. How do you weigh and measure a career that is not a nine-to-five, go to college for X amount of years and come out on the other side of it? And I'm fascinated with people that have built a life... um, that has come become something really phenomenal, exciting, or something that they've truly loved. And nine times out of 10, if you heard their journey, I'm sure that they would tell you there was plenty of times where they didn't feel successful, or they went through failure, or the, the dream didn't unfold in the time frame that they wanted. We just had somebody tag a comment about one of our models and saying, whatever happened to that person? And I'm like, you don't even know what's happening in that person's life. Just because you don't see it on social media doesn't mean things aren't happening. And on on the other side of it, just because somebody is flexing and making themselves look like they're doing all of this stuff, they very well might be completely the opposite. And ironically, in the thought process of what this podcast would be and sharing what I think is really important of being all in and not letting the fear of failure failure stop you or these ambiguous timeframes 
that we put on um, any endeavor is it's unrealistic, it's unfair, and it steals the joy out of any worthy um, anything that you're going for, anything that you're trying to accomplish. So today they talked about how on Good Morning America the, that they're looking on Instagram and Facebook to no longer say how many likes you have, which I think is the most amazing idea because, and they literally said it has turned into a popularity contest and it messes with people's heads. Depression and anxiety are on the increase. And I think it's because as we have gotten to a point in our life where we legitimately don't care what people think of us or how we do business. As long as we maintain that we're being true to ourselves, that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing for all of us, really, is to be who we're meant to be and to find that and to work towards it and to seek it. So I think it's a great thing if they take the likes away. We've realized too in the 20 years that we've been doing this that people want things to happen overnight. And then you add social media on top of it, even more so. If they can't say, I've been modeling for three months and I'm a superstar, they want to throw in the towel. Or parents who are hovering, wanting things to be in some neat little package. I'm like, don't you realize how many people you probably look up to or admire or people that have impacted our culture in a really positive way, went through some stuff. (laughs) And I know for me, I'm thankful that I feel like all of those um, hurdles made us stronger for this next chapter. I like looking at my life in seasons. And the reality of seasons is you have a winter and you have a spring, and you have a summer, and you have a fall, and all of them are important. I've always loved the the law of the harvest, and that you plant the seed, and you don't see it growing for a long time, but you keep watering it, and keep watering it, and eventually, all of a sudden, you have a harvest. And I think the extra pressure of comparison and social media is making people step away from dreams and endeavors way too soon just because of that comparison or worried about what people think. Um, imagine if we measured in real time the, the journey of Steve Jobs, of him starting in a garage. It wouldn't look very glamorous. Another person I was thinking about who now we can look at Tyler Perry and say, you have your own studio in Atlanta. You are uber successful businessman. I've loved his books and his interviews when he's so transparent about not only was his upbringing really hard, but while he was pursuing what has now become success, there were many shows where he lost his shirt and didn't make money. And the fortitude and the tenacity and the persistence that it took to get to where he is today is one of the reasons why I think the rewards are so sweet. Um, I saw on CBS Sunday morning a while back, maybe three months ago, a story of this, I believe she was a high school student or early college, I can't remember, but um, a young person uh, from a great family and she excelled in 
almost everything that she did. She excelled in academics. She excelled in sports. She was an achiever. Um, but they showed these beautiful journals of her at night uh, talking about comparing herself, not feeling good about herself, getting on that roller coaster of thought of things not being perfect. And sadly, she committed suicide. She jumped off of a bridge. And the interview with her parents talking about um, this undue pressure that we as a society put on ourselves to look perfect or to not ever share that something didn't go so well, it just has to stop. And I think that for all of us, um, our, our society needs to be kinder and gentler, and even most importantly, with yourself, that whatever those dreams or aspirations that you have, uh, to keep going, to keep going, and to not worry about how things look uh, in that in that uh, Sunday morning news story they shared, which I've heard this many, many times before to one degree or another, but I think watching this show about it and seeing it and um, looking at the reality of, of the sadness of the story and the heaviness on these parents and that the second leading cause of death in age 15 to 23 is suicide, second only to accidents, um, I think we all need to take a really good look at how we treat the pursuit of just being ourselves, being gentle with ourselves, going after dreams without limitations, and and letting the fear of failure become nothing. You have to be all in. Like we always say to our models, be all in. I can say that Jeff and I, from the time that we started to date and then got married and then com- con- continued to build what we um, are reaping the rewards of today, that we were all in, that there was no double-minded. Well, I'm not really sure if I want to do this or if I don't. No, whenever we would have something that would be frustrating, we would say that sucked. <laughs> we, I would go cry. I would pace around. But I would the next day get up and go, I'm all in. I'm not weighing and measuring how long this takes. I'm not caring about what other people think. I'm certainly, thankfully, we weren't, it was pre-Instagram, thank God, because then I would have been, wow, it doesn't look like we're doing so great. No, it's just part of it. So I Googled famous people that have had uh, failures, 12 failures. I'm just going to read them really fast, bullet point. Number one, Jim Carrey was booed off the stage in his early career, failed to get on SNL, and obviously went on to do well. Katy Perry was dropped from her first three labels. Did it stop her? No. Oprah was told she was unfit for television. I wonder what that person is doing today, by the way. Jay-Z had his created his own record label just because nobody would sign him. J.K. JK Rowling of the Harry Potter... Um, how do you even describe it? It's just, it's, it's unbelievable what she created. 12 major publishers declined her and she was jobless and divorced when she came in. What if, what if she was posting pictures? Here I am at my desk accomplishing nothing. No, she was creating something so great and she 
didn't quit, and that's the beauty of it. Stephen King's first novel was rejected 30 times. That was Carrie, which changed everything for him. Bill Gates had multiple business failures. Henry Ford had two different businesses that ended up being going into bankruptcy. Colonel Sanders was 62 years old when he started Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, and when he presented the idea, he was declined over and over and over. Thomas Edison had 9,000 failed attempts for the light bulb. Walt Disney's first business went bankrupt. And Sir James Dyson, who started Dyson, which, Jeffy, don't you love your Dyson? <laughs> He's had two Dysons, and the first Dyson, he, we actually have a picture somewhere of him hugging it, which that's a whole other story. But um, in 1993, at age 46, after 5,000 failures, he created what now is made him worth $3 billion. Now, in an Insta world, when everyone is wanting to for things to look perfect, uh, I just can't help but think how our journeys are not supposed to be flawless. Uh, you learn from failure. It gives you a humility. It gives you an uh, tenacity because, you know, it says that problems are going to come. It's not if a problem comes, it's that problems are going to come. And that's why it's so important. And I feel like I talk about it until I'm blue in the face, but finding what fuels you and makes you excited and something you have a passion for is so valuable that it's something that with every ounce of your being, you should be pursuing. And don't let people, family, friends, associates, talk you out of things that are just part of your DNA. You know, I don't know why, but part of my DNA from a very young age was I loved to watch talk shows and interviews. I was fascinated with um, uh, people who had created something worthwhile and I fell in love with fashion shows, which led me to have a fascination with models, which then turned into scouting. And now I look at the joy of our life to be meeting people and opening up an opportunity that can be really incredible. And next week, I'm going to talk about the modeling industry and how it gets a really bad rap. And quite frankly, I'm really sick and tired of it because I think it's it's amazing. Anyway, I hope that you... Don't let discouragement stop you. Know that failure is part of the process. Certainly don't keep a ticker tape of how long something takes. Just go for it. Be all in. Don't be double-minded. I hope this impacts your week, and I will talk to you next Monday.